of Teenage Dirtbags. Uh, this is an interesting one. <laughs> we you, just watched it. We just watched it. So, okay, well, we'll we'll go through the little facts and stuff. Carly and I, neither neither of us had ever seen it. That's true. This is the first time we've never seen one of the movies we've talked about. Yeah, every single other time, it's been, we've both seen it. Yes. So, anyway, so Carly's got some facts. Okay, well, it we was... really get. We just started yeah. right into it. We got right into it. No chit chat. No prefacing this time. No, which would have been useful in this episode. <laughs> but anyway, we'll get to that later. Okay, it was directed by George Lucas. Stop there. <laughs> that was our first shocking moment. Yeah, we were shocked. We had no idea. It's pre Star Wars. Is it? Yeah, Star Wars is in '77, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, this this was 1973, right? You always steal the year. That is my. <sighs> thing (laughs) well clearly it's not your thing because i've said it every time (laughs) it was written by george lucas gloria katz and willard (laughs) oh that was interesting i'm honestly sorry pause for a second (sighs) some moment i'm sorry i want to talk about this george lucas oh yes that's just crazy that's all it's just that's so weird like we 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 turned the movie on it started the credits and both of us reacted strongly to George Lucas yeah. being the director and one of the writers. Well, apparently this was based off like his life, like his experience. God, I feel bad for him. So. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I was very bored during this movie. <laughs> okay, hold on. Sorry. Okay, go Don't on. Don't lose them. Um, it's starring. End of R- episode. Maddie was bored. <laughs> go on. <laughs> it starred Richard Dreyfus, who is not Julie Louis-Dreyfus's dad yep carly gave me a fact of the day before we watched she said oh richard Dreyfus is in this that's julie louis his dad and then she found out that is in fact not accurate that's not remotely accurate i don't know why i thought that um it's also starring ron howard yes great great guy and paul le matt it's rated pg and it premiered august 1st 1973 which, just for anyone who's wondering, both my parents would have been 13. My parents would have both been, I think, 14. Oh, 14 were they born 15. in 59? Yeah. There you go. So, I mean, I guess we should say the logline. It's filmed in the 70s. It was made in the 70s, mm-hmm. but it takes place in the 50s. It takes place, actually, in 1962. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, I thought it was the 50s the whole entire It does movie. seem like it's the 50s. But um, I checked, and it's set in 1962. Oh, okay. Do you want to do the logline for... Oh, I would love to do the logline. Or would you like to read it? Would you like the honors? Sure, I'll do it. Okay. So the logline for this movie is, A couple of high school grads spend one final night cruising the strip with their buddies before they go off to college. Um, yeah, I mean, that's literally what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Usually we say the logline, and then we kind of do our own thing, but that's genuinely what it is. There's three... Storylines. Three storylines of three, I guess, main friends or whatever. And they kind of just do their own thing this last night before they go away. Yeah. It's the last night before college for them. Yeah. Um, it's a, There's a lot of driving in this movie. Mm-hmm. People are just driving to and fro. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. So I, the w- first thing I want to say real quick is uh, the start of this movie <laughs> was... Um, I don't mean this to sound horrible to people who like this movie. The start of the movie was the peak for me. Okay. Because I, my first note is that Carly and I, when the movie started and we were, the credits started, Carly and I are dancing and snapping and we're just loving it. We are, I was ready for this movie. The thought crossed my mind, this is my new favorite movie. I, I had a feeling, I was like, this is going to be 
my new thing. I love this so far. Great start. Strong, strong start. <laughs> the credits, love the credits at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> we talked about, oh no, I don't think we did, but this also happened in the Breakfast Club. We talked about it, not on the podcast, but the beginning of Breakfast Club and the beginning of this movie, it's just a, a fantastic thing that I miss where they roll the credits. Mm-hmm. Before the movie, not during an opening scene where right. they say like, and Katie Holmes or whatever. Yeah. It's that it is a still frame or black or something. And it's just the slowest, just yeah. credit one name over, at a time. Uh, Mel's driving. Yeah. Over Mel's driving in this case. And the song is playing. It's fantastic. It's yep. so old school. Yeah. I just, I love it. It's classic. So I was, the beginning of this movie, I was like, yes sign me up i am ready by the end it was a different story by the end of yeah we'll get there later but (laughs) anyway so that's how my that's how i started i started great i started ready what did you feel right right when you were starting this movie i had a feeling that it was gonna be slow well i like slow though well you didn't seem to well we'll get there stop stop (laughs) spoiling it i had a feeling it was gonna be slow um uh, the one thing I did enjoy is my both my parents my whole life have told me to watch this movie. So I kind of liked the idea of my parents watching this as teenagers. Yeah. And just them like loving it. Right. Um, that kind of made it more fun to watch. But like if my parents had never mentioned it to me, I would have been like, oh, this is this is a slow crawl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, I like slow movies I because I, they're very realistic Give me one example me. of a slow movie you like. Breakfast I, Club. Okay. Well, I, would, I don't know if I'd call it slow. They don't do anything. <laughs> they just uh, sit there. All right. All right. They're like, I don't know. I, I, I like slow, whatever. It doesn't matter. Regardless, it, it was very realistic to me in the sense that that's what I think I like slow movies for is because it's just, this is what happened and this is nothing yeah. Big. It's a day in the life. Yep, just there it is. This is, <laughs> this is what happened. Oh, because it's very similar to my stories in real life. It's very often that my poor parents, my friends, my roommates, I'm pointing at Carly when I say that, my boyfriend, they'll say, how was your day? And I will send on, go on this long-winded story that has zero punchlines and zero conflict. Just, this was my day. I will tell you what my day was and I'll tell you every detail. And that's kind of what these movies are. And I like that. Well, you do have a gift of making a boring day sound interesting. That's really nice. I don't think other people would. I don't think anyone would agree with you. (laughs) I think that everyone would say that I'm. I think you're good at telling stories. Like when you come home and you're like, oh my gosh, guess what happened? I'm like, buckle up. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. That makes me happy. Okay. So the first thing I wrote down is just LOLZ. (laughs) <laughs> okay for and the what? for the 2000 oh scholarship. we both wrote that down yeah so the very first thing is the main guy kurt i think yeah curtis richard dreyfus richard dreyfus but in i'm going with the character okay, name. i'm trying to get into that but good no. uh curtis it gets um oh i know it's his friends his friend get, hands over that there's a two thousand dollar scholarship to whatever university and both carly and i looked at each other we turned and looked grabbed our pens and wrote it down <laughs> it was just two thousand dollars i mean it's 1973 technically made, and it's 1960 it takes place in 1962 which is at this point what 50 years ago or something math is not my strong suit yeah but i don't know 57 yeah maybe okay anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> uh anyway who cares <laughs> this is look 
Our conversation is as boring as the movie. Did you identify with anyone in this movie, by the way? Uh, no. Really? You did? I ident- I wrote down. <laughs> I identified most with the girl eating French fries in the car. I don't. That like- was Lori. So I wrote down her name after because I didn't know who, what it was at first. But I wrote down. So right at the beginning, um, Steve, who is played by Ron Howard, is is in his car with his girlfriend and he's saying that they should break up or not. I'm sorry. They shouldn't break up. They should. He's going away to college. So they should see other people. And while he's saying that she is just inhaling French fries and I related to her the most. In that moment. In that moment. (laughs) Um, And then uh, spoiler alert. I don't know what happened the last half of the movie, but prior to that, I kind of related to the last half. You fell asleep for the whole second half. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can tell you my note ends where I fell asleep. So, oh um, This is unprofessional. I know. Judy, Judy's, do- um, not daughter, Judy's sister, the Melner, what's his name? Milner. Yeah, John Milner. John Milner. So he was my favorite character, just as a side note. Yeah. At least from the part I saw. He's kind of like a John Bender type. Love it. And the little, the young girl that he has in his car, I related to her for a portion because she was just, uh, creepy i thought she was so annoying yeah she's very annoying and i was she like i was very annoying in high school not to that degree but there's a lot of like i would probably been like you don't like me why don't you like me maybe so i really i honestly i hate to say it but i kind of related to her a little bit i thought that storyline was boring (gasps) that was the only one i cared about just them driving around literally that they were the only ones i cared about i didn't care about one other part of the movie it was a weird well, I mean, storyline, but I get she was it. the most interesting character. She just Why? was like, because she was just fucking crazy. Like, oh, I loved them. I loved him, and I loved her. I thought they were the best. I liked him, sure. but like, it was just so anticlimactic. Like at the end, he's just like, okay, so like, where do you live? And she's like, four one nine Wilmington Street, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna drop you off. Yeah, I get it. The other storyline I just didn't care about at all was the one with Richard Dreyfus, and he's trying to find the blonde girl who like oh my god who like mouthed something to him across the street I, in a different car. Yeah. Oh, who cares? I think that was an interesting concept that like oh he felt this connection to this girl for two seconds, but it was very conf- like I, I mean like we've already established I was in and out by the end, but I'd, so there I'd wake up and he was with. The phoenixes or something? like Yeah, the, I know. Uh, the pharaohs. That's what they were. The pharaohs. At one point I asked Maddie, I don't understand. Why is he with these like pharaoh gang people? And you were like, what did you say? I, I probably said I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. You were so confused. I didn't understand. I, I, I also, something that confused me that I didn't like about this movie was I was very confused about who was friends with who. Because there... I like I've said a million times our school did not have really did not have clicks mm-hmm. at least from my understanding and this school doesn't seem to either which is fine except they're all very clearly labeled as yeah. a certain very clearly stereotype except but then for Richard all, Dreyfuss I don't know what yeah he, he was just kind of like the dude but I didn't understand like the, um John Milner looks like a greaser right he yeah. looks totally like a greaser and but he's talking to the nerds, which would, in the 60s, again, from my understanding, would never happen. That Just, was the part of the movie I liked, actually. Oh, for God's sake. We had complete opposing <laughs> movies. Like, literally complete. I didn't understand that. I didn't like it. I liked that John was, like, <laughs> into, was, like, trying to help Toad. And Who the like, hell is Toad? Toad's the nerd. That's his name? Well, that's his nickname, I'm Oh, assuming. my God. I had no idea. That's funny because I, I kept, I knew everyone's 
name except for his i couldn't figure out what his name was so okay with the storyline with toad and toad finds a girl and he gets liquor and he gets in a nice car and that's his storyline and then the other storyline is with john and he picks up a like really 12 year old and then they just basically talk the whole night and then the other story li- oh there's four storylines mm-hmm. so there's richard dreyfus and he sees some girl through it at another car mm-hmm. tries to track her down and then there's Ron Howard and his girlfriend that are, like, breaking up and getting back together the whole time. Right. I mean, I do like that concept of the four simultaneous but different storylines. Yeah. And I, I, I do wish I had stayed awake. <laughs> but there was just a point where I, I just... This is a mistake of mine. Is I, I even had this thought. I can't, I can't lie to you. I had this thought as I was... We're very cold. Let me just say this really quickly. <laughs> right now in our house, the furnace is fucked up so we're freezing so we're wrapped in blankets yeah and we're sharing this tiny little couch we're squished <laughs> up together we're sharing a blanket too. sharing a blanket we're cuddling basically and i just i was sitting up and i remember the thought process of me going i'm just gonna lie down and i remember going this is gonna make me fall asleep <laughs> and then i fell asleep <laughs> so i knew it was gonna happen but i kind of was like eh. we were across from each other both lying down and it reminded me of what the grandparents' lives were in yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It was very similar. And that's my dream. To, to just, live in a bed. Just live in a bed. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't I don't mind that. Those four simple kind of mundane storylines. Like, I like yeah. that. The funny part is, is that we're kind of talking about this movie as if it was really boring. But one of our favorite movies, which we'll watch at some point, is Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Which, which is, is basically the exact yeah. same plot. And I love that movie so much. So we can't really rip into it too much because Dazed and Confused clearly was inspired by this movie. Yeah. Oh, they're very similar. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. It's just one of the... I don't know. There's just something... I, I think know. it's just like the acting is a little bit... Oh, I didn't mind. It was just... Old school. It, yeah. I mean, of course it is, but I, I just just kind of i don't know i just got bored yeah i'm really not making much sense right now because i just woke up but (laughs) uh i I just was bored but i will say um i did always wish did is this something i I know it's in the 60s or takes place in the 60s but is this at all like did you guys just drive around peterborough or just like meet up basically did you guys have a spot that everyone was at or Mm. did you have that um well at my high school most of my friends lived um, in the country, and I was one of the few people that lived in the city of Peterborough. <laughs> so on weekends, pretty much every single weekend, people would come to my house. Mm. So my house was the hub for a while, and we would drive around sometimes. My friend Josh, he w- had a car as soon as he had his license. Oh my god! So we would drive around all the time with him. Like, there's a memory I have where I just like called him up and was like. Hamboard. It was probably like eleven thirty or so, like maybe even midnight. And he's like, "Oh yeah, let's go for a drive." And we just drove around and we listened to the new One Republic CD. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, awesome. with Josh in my life, we, there were definitely nights where we would just drive around. Right. We would go to Sobeys and get food. We would oh. go to like Wendy's. We I don't know. We would go to shows. It would. It was fun. Right. But there, there wasn't in your house was kind of the hub. But you guys didn't have like a. Uh, what was the place called in this? The Hop or whatever that they kind of all were at at some point in the night. I can't think of a spot that we went to like a lot. Right. Well, I mean, we didn't. Let me just preface. We had nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think, but I think that we just went to either people's houses, homes, or 
to like a movie. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys, I mean, I've been with you in Peterborough when I've come to visit and stuff. And I it feels like every single place we go in Peterborough, you know someone. Was that the case in high school too? Like, could you just not go to the movies without seeing four people you knew? Well, yeah, because in Peterborough, there's only one main mall. There's only one movie theater. There's one public library. So Jesus, you go any of these places, you're going to bump into someone you know. There's right. there's not, that's not a question. Right. Which some people hate. Like a lot of my friends are like, oh. I always loved that. But I love it. I like yeah. seeing someone that I like sap aside in like grade 10 yeah. French or something. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? But. Uh, a lot of people don't like that. See, I didn't have that. And I I think there's a like so I'm I'm from the suburbia of Toronto. Or I grew up in the suburban Toronto. And there's I mean there's multiple malls and there's multiple movie theaters and stuff. But there's one that was closer to a high school. So if you went there on a Friday night, you were most likely going to see people. So I loved that. That's just and to this day I still live for that. Running into someone I know is one of my favorite things. In cuz I mean fun. in Toronto especially it just it's really exciting especially if I'm downtown and I see yeah. someone. Um not even if I, I don't even have to talk to them. It's just someone I know from high school. Like it could be my other side of the street. It just makes me happy that I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so weird that we were both at this exact place yeah. at the exact time." It just makes me it just is cool to me. Yeah. But we this... did not have a place like that or yeah. and we didn't drive around either. Hmm. At least none of my friends had cars. You were subway crawler? We were subways. We would drive around, but it would be, okay, we were driving to this place, to that place. Yeah. My friend Kirsty had much more access to a car, and she would drive us down to the beaches a lot. Hmm. In the middle of the night, we would do that all the time. And it would often be just me or her or our friends Mitchell and Marco or something. And we would just, like, walk along the beach in the middle of the night. In Toronto, it's not really a beach, but... No one had a car. Yeah. Not one person I knew owned a car. They would take their parents' cars. I wrote down that I loved the cars in this movie. Speaking loved of cars. Loved uh, the cars. The cars the are so rad. Yeah. Loved it. They are so cool. My favorite thing was Milner's. Yeah. They, so he had this yellow. <laughs> Good luck. Chevy. I don't know. A car. He had a yellow car. But the whole front hood was see-through. So you could see the whole like, like motor, whatever engine. engine. Uh, we don't know anything about cars. Uh, thank God for Michael because when we get an Uber, just as a side note story, we'll get an Uber, and it'll say you're going to be picked up in a Toyota Corolla or something, and I just will say that to him because I I will you couldn't pay me to figure it out. In fact, when I got my first car, it was my uncle's car, and it was given to me, and I had to go get it. The tires changed for snow tires yeah. and I ha- I went in the place handed them my keys and they said which car is it and I said the blue one <laughs> no idea what car what car it was yeah I just learned about cars because I bought one so I was like doing research but yeah so the cars in this were great but I they were awesome I also wish I I I wish I was alive during the time when there were those drive-in restaurants where you'd oh you put in your order in the little screen and then the girl comes out in the rollerblades and like yeah hooks the thing onto your window and yeah. where your food sits that would be so cool so cool not the same anymore it's just not the same yeah i mean i guess it's the same as like a drive through sort of but nah it's not the same it's also i loved like how they were just driving down the streets and they would drive along side someone they knew and they'd be having a full conversation through the window they're driving like 60 kilometers an hour or something and they're just like hey how's your day and like, oh, I'm <laughs> great how are you doing how are your parents oh like a full not like a hey what's up yeah wave yeah it was like a full conversation full I sentences know. response question like 
It was great. Apparently, this town only has one waves because everyone's just driving beside each yeah, other. I loved it. Just like, hey, man. Yeah. I also, um, I made a comparison while watching this movie that I don't think you'll agree with, but if I show you pictures side by side, right. I think that you would actually what is it? agree with me. I think that Ron Howard in this movie looks like Nick Jonas. I disagree. Okay, well, I'm going to show you pictures <laughs> side by side. Like Nick Jonas. Like Nick Jonas with red hair is Ron Howard in this movie. <laughs> I respectfully disagree. Okay, I'm going to have to show you then. Yeah, I think that he looked, I think he was so adorable. He, the thing is, is that Ron Howard, who is now a director and I guess sometimes actor, he's amazing. I Voice over him. for Arrested Development. That's right. Voice over for, he's amazing. I love him. And he, he's honestly one of the first um, directors that I became um, aware of because mm-hmm. you know when you're younger and you know most only the actors and stuff and then you start oh there's cinematographers no there's directors yeah. he was one of the first ones because my parents not my parents excuse me my mom and her family are all redheads yeah. and they would always like they always my mom talks about ron howard all the time there's they have no relation but because of them being a ginger it was like a well they're gingers they all are basically the same species or whatever so That's so funny so i always knew about ron howard and i think he's so adorable Oh, I wrote down, so Toad, I guess his name is, the nerdy guy. So he's driving down the street. His storyline is he's driving down the street in Steve's car. So I guess Steve, who's Ron Howard, has this gorgeous car. Uh, He's lending his friend (laughs) while he's in college. Yeah, he's lending it to Toad, his nerdy friend, who seems like, as a side note, the most untrustworthy person. He's the last one I would give it to. I would have given it to Richard Dreyfus first. Oh yeah, I, Unless I thought Rick- you were, were going to say John. I was like, no, way. I would have too. John it- races cars. That's no, a that's terrible true. idea. So anyway, he gives him his car, though he's still in the city. But anyway, so Toad is driving it around and getting all this attention, and he sees this lady, or I, I would hope a girl, a young girl, his age. I mean, <laughs> um, a girl his age is walking down the street, and he's like trying to get her attention. You have to understand, as a side note, he this car and him, like, could not be less cohesive. Yeah, like, they are very contrast to each other. But yeah. anyway, so he finally gets her attention, blah, blah, blah. And it just made me laugh so much that, can you imagine, let's say that they got together, they got married, they had kids, and it just makes me, I love stories of how people got together, mm-hmm. like, people who are married or together or whatever. I love hearing how they met. And it just... The immediate, my immediate thought was, wouldn't that be amazing if they were someone's parents and you were like, how'd your parents meet? And they were like, well, my dad was driving down the street and yelled at my mom through a window. Cat and called. She came over. Yeah. Like, I just think that's so funny because that wouldn't happen now in a million years. No. Would not ever happen now. Cat calling is very, very, um, like not acceptable anymore. No. And so like if something, if someone was walking down the street, if a lady was walking down the street, any age, especially a 16 year old or whatever she is, but any age was walking down the street of Toronto and someone started catcalling and slowing their car down and like going alongside her. That's a rapist. Yeah. And you run. Yeah. But she comes, but I'm not saying he's, he's dangerous or anything, but that in that time it was fine. Anyway. So my point is, is that nowadays you will never meet someone that way. And it's just so interesting. It made me laugh that that was, yeah. You know, that like woman, girl, whatever. She was also annoying. She yeah. was just like, oh, the seats in your car. Yeah. Oh, like, go get car. me some liquor. Yeah. And, and then we asked for a dollar and she's like, oh, a girl's never supposed to pay. Yeah. Again, I get it. It's the 60s. But 
Yeah, I didn't really like Toad though. I didn't like that storyline. My storyline was Milner's for sure. I liked his way better. I guess I I guess I'd probably pick maybe Ron Howard. Oh God, we are on opposite. I don't sides. know. I don't know. Um, what did you think of the dance scene in the school? It's funny you say that. That's actually my next note. Oh. I loved um I loved the length of shots. What? The shots were all so long. Oh. And they're so Steve and Ron Howard and Laurie. So Steve and Laurie are dancing. And yeah. they're kind of fighting while they're doing the slow dance yeah. in front of everyone, in front of the whole school, because they're not prom king in front, but like a. She, I don't know. She was she was head, head cheerleader, cheerleader, and he was a student body. President yeah, so they're they're doing this slow dance in front of everybody, and everyone's watching them, and they're smiling, but they're arguing. And I thought it was I thought it was nice, but they're all the shots are, I mean, they're not that. It we're seems big to be fans, an older movie. We're big fans of long takes, like in Haunting Hill House. Called? The Haunting of Hill House. The yeah. Haunting of Hill House, episode four. Watch it. Six. Six. <laughs> Watch episode it. six. We were really into that. What did you think about the dance scene? I wanted to be there. Did I you? Thought it, I thought it seemed fun. Sure. Okay. There's yeah. a live band. Everyone's doing the twist. They were doing great dances. Yeah. And then the teacher was getting mad because the one couple with Ron Howard were dancing too close. And then he said, um,. Go, he says to the teacher, go kiss a duck. Oh, yeah. And then the teacher's like, you're suspended. Yeah. Like, what? Like, and then he's like, I graduated before. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, he's like, I've already graduated. Yeah. Go kiss a duck. And the teacher's like, why? I oughta. Yeah, it was great. I wrote that down, too, that I love the insults of this of this era, which can you imagine if someone now said that? You'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's another one later that, that they say that um, I don't remember who says it, but. Uh, she says it made me laugh. I was like, "What?" She says, "With dynamite for brains, you couldn't blow your nose." If someone, <laughs> this is how stupid we are now. That if someone literally, so she said that, and I looked at Carly, and I was like, "I don't know what that means." Like, it didn't even. So that's how dumb we are. Yeah. Like, if someone said that now, you'd win the argument immediately because everyone around you'd have to sit there and think about what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I know. Can I ask? Can I ask a really quick question? It's off topic a little bit. Yeah. But just with the dancing. Uh-huh. Because you have told me, so this is a this is really off topic. So if you need to cut this out, you're welcome to cut this out. You've told me that you hate Dirty Dancing, the movie Dirty Dancing. Yeah, that's it. Literally, that scene is the entire movie. Yeah, I don't want to watch a whole t- entire movie like that. Okay. I I just want to be there to dance. Just that for, okay, all right. I just think it'd be fun. I still think Dirty Dancing is a teen movie. We should watch it. Well, I, I'll watch it. I love it so Maybe much. you can convince me otherwise. But I remember the last time I watched it, I was just like, I don't know. I find I find movies to be that take themselves too seriously, like a little bit like of an eye roll. I guess so. I can see that, but <laughs> I love it so much. It's great. All right, let's get back on topic. Sorry. Yeah. I like when the girl that gets in with the car with Toad was like, peel out, peel out. I love it when guys peel out. She was, she needed, she had a. <laughs> By the uh, way, just to make the audience or the listeners aware is that she's talking about the car. Yeah. Like she, she had a fetish and it was a car fetish. Yeah. And it ma- she honestly should have been on, um, what's that show? My weird obsessions or something. My weird, yeah. my weird addiction or yeah. something like that. Because she just, everything was, she literally is being harassed by this man basically while she's walking down the street. Yeah. And as soon as she realizes what car he's driving, she runs over and then she's like looking. He's like, like, I'm so sorry. Seriously unattractive man. But anyway, he's super unattractive. <laughs> he's driving this car. He looks like a child in this car yeah, he is. because he's so small compared to it. 
and she's up against him or up against the the window the driver's window and she's like oh my god the upholstery and like all she's this like stuff getting turned on. and i'm like what is going on he's not john travolta yeah he's like no that's why it's so funny because when they're like making out in the car instead of her being like oh toad she's like oh the leather yeah yeah it was very i mean, I mean it is funny it just was very strange it was very strange i could not relate to it because i don't know anything about cars have all. you ever made out in a car never literally never no sorry have you yep great okay <laughs> <laughs> um i wanted to know because this whole movie is set bef- bef- um this whole movie is set the night before college or university mm-hmm. i was wondering what do you remember the night before you went to university and whether you were terrified or whether you were crying or what oh i, I mean i don't remember the actual last night but i do know that i was terrible though my entire so okay my entire life i was so i'm an only child mm-hmm. and my parents uh are still together so we were very close the three of us and i j- and i have my best friends who live down the street i'm very comfortable i was very comfortable yes. with where i was and i just was like i'm never leaving <laughs> I'm never leaving the city. I'm never going away. It was to the point also, it was really bad where when I was younger and all of my friends from when I was younger will know this and they'll probably be like, ah, they're probably going to be thinking stuff right now where we would have, it was so bad that they would have sleepovers. I would go to the sleepover and I would last about two hours, call home, go home. Yeah. Every time, every time to the point where I had to wake up the, oh my God. When I think about now, I'm like, God, what a loser. But I had to wake up the parents. So I had no interest in going away to school. Zero. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, um, whenever I applied to schools, I never went, I never applied out of the province. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone was in Ontario. And I got into one that was just the city over in Hamilton. And I remember being just terrified in fact I cried for the first month like every single day I cried called home cried like it was horrible uh turns out it was the best four years of my life yeah you would never have met Mike I would have never met Mike I would have never done a lot of like I some of my best friends are from there like I would have there's a lot of stuff that wouldn't have happened so obviously I'm very happy with it um but yeah I was terrified I was absolutely terrified and I still have a letter that probably would still make me cry. One of my best friends, Mitchell, who we went we went to prom together, and we are still incredibly close. Him and his wife are two of my best friends, and he wrote this letter to me, um, to like a car letter to be read on my way when my parents were like dropping me off. Mm-hmm. I'm already you have to think about it this way. I'm already super emotional and terrified. Yeah. And then one of my best friends writes me this like two page letter. <laughs> it's the most emotional letter. Yeah. Saying like, you know, I don't remember what it said, but it was, I still have it. And it was, so I'm just like sitting in the car ball. I remember looking out the window bawling, like, yeah. but silently, like, so I'm, tears are streaming down my face and I'm trying to be silent in the back. Cause I don't want my parents to think yeah. I lost my mind, but <laughs> they all wrote me Carlos. It was so emotional. I was so scared, but it was amazing in the end. What about you? Did you go away at first? Or did I will, you go somewhere? I stayed the first year and went to Trent, which mm-hmm. is in Peterborough, Trent University. And then by October of the first semester, mm-hmm. I knew I didn't want to stay there and I wanted to branch out and experience something new. So I applied to film school at Humber College 
And I do remember the night before going, I remember lying in my bed and being like, tomorrow night I'm going to be lying in a different bed. And I got really oh, yeah, freaked yeah. out. I got really freaked out, really scared. Um, yeah, it's. I can still remember when my parents dropped me off and like hugging my mom and me and my mom are crying. <laughs> like, it was like... <laughs> it's not even... It's so silly because Peterborough and Toronto and Toronto and Hamilton are not far. <laughs> like, it's not... I know, but it's like the first time I know, you're like no, on for your sure. own. And like, oh, I agree with you. I just mean in retrospect now, it's like, all yeah. right. And then that night I was like, okay, I'm going to go and like wander the halls and try to meet people, which is so not me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like wandering around. I see a group of people. I like sit down with them and I'm just like, this is so weird. And then this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, this is kind of boring. You want to come back to my room and play uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater on my PS2? And I'm like, okay, I go. And that was Justin. Oh, oh my god that's so so justin is someone that i've met through carly and that um carly still talks to and i still yeah talk to yeah we like were we were incredibly close the whole that's four hilarious. years and we're, i don't see him as much but yeah so that's sort of funny that's i that's the thing is some of the best i remember now we're really off topic but whatever i remember going when i went to school and we were in i was in a dorm and so weird it was really weird that we were in like this little section of the hallway where across the hall from me was a guy I went to high school with. Oh. So thank Christ because him and I became really close. <laughs> Who was um, it? This guy named Mark. Oh, okay. We, we, we don't talk that much anymore, but Mark, please Mark. let's be friends again. He Thank actually lives there. nearby. Um, so, but I remember um, one of the, I think it must've been the second day, first or second day where my parents left and I'm just like in a fucking I'm a mess. Like, I just yeah. cannot control myself. And I'm like, what do I, what am I supposed to do? What the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Because I don't know anyone except for this guy, but I don't even think he moved in yet. I just yeah. was, anyway. It's scary. It's terrifying. So, and I'm trying to set up my computer and I had a new computer, a new Mac laptop. I'm trying to set up the internet and I cannot figure it out. My roommates haven't moved in yet. And I'm like, I'm not just going to sit here in silence. Like, I didn't know what to do. So I walked down the hallway and I see this guy at the elevators and I, I think I, I don't even know what came over me because before this, I would have never, ever done something like this. Yeah. And now since that moment, I, I'm so much more okay talking to strangers and stuff. I've in fact was a tour guide and like I've, my yeah. life's changed since this point, but I went up to him and I was like, he just looked like an artsy guy. And I was yeah. like, do you have a Mac laptop? Do you know how to set up the internet or something? It's just, which is such a stupid little thing, but I would have yeah. never done that. Anyway. He's like, yeah. So he comes over, sets it up. We end up being incredibly close friends. He introduced me to some of my best friends. And he now lives in Europe. One of his best friends from high school is one of my best friends. Like, I, he honestly, like, the re, the um, as soon as we spoke and kind of, like, we're awkward friends together, my entire university experience started. That's, like, it was. That's great. Yeah. And I'm like. All it takes is one little interaction. Yeah. Oh, God. I wish I had been that way in high school because I was not. I was by the end. I talked to everyone. Oh, in high school. I mean, I didn't care about. It's not so much that like in school, I didn't mind talking to people. It was fine. But it was more of like there was there's a difference between talking to whoever, but kind of. I don't know. I, I had a different outlook on that talk, on talking to people. Like in high school, I would talk to people and it was just to be goofy and weird and oh, that weirdo who likes every, whatever. But once I went to university and kind of had to not just talk to somebody, but establish a relationship with them to or a friendship or whatever, 
it was different. I don't know. There was a different outlook. And I yeah. wish I had been a bit more confident that way in high school. Yeah. Because I was not that. I was not. I was. I would speak to people out of trying to prove something instead mm-hmm. of being confident and being okay with myself. Right. That makes sense. So thank you, Chris. 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 Thanks, Justin. Ah! For asking me to play Tony Hawk. <laughs> Good God. The um, end. Just kidding. Yeah. I uh, mean, we're basically getting to the end here. We're getting to the part where I fell asleep. Oh, are we? Yeah. This is my. I mean, uh, the the last note I have is Wolfman storyline is confusing. Yeah. So there's a a disc jockey. Is that yes. the right correct terminology? That is correct. A disc jockey. The guy who's on the radio, and it's, he's Wolfman Jack or something. Yeah, Wolfman Jack. And he does this like there's this whole storyline about how this girl, uh, excuse me, one of the girls likes him, but they're not allowed to because he's of a different race. Yeah, she uses a different word in the movie. Um, And like there's he's got this really growly voice and it's really weird. He's very um, uh, just just overbearing and kind of creepy. And I didn't really, I mean, I also fell asleep at this point, so I don't know, but I so didn't were you, get what was going on. were you awake during the scene where Richard Dreyfuss's character goes in and meets him and asks him I was to, in and out. So he asks him to, like, um, to say something on the radio. Um, yeah, and it was a recording or something. Well, he says, can you get Wolf, Wolfman to say on the radio that I'm looking for this blonde girl right. and to call this number if she hears this? And he's like, okay, I'll tell him or whatever. And then you find out that he's actually talking to Wolfman, where oh, he was pretending oh, like he see, wasn't Wolfman. Gotcha. Anyways. And then he ends up um, getting a call through a payphone. So it's like not even his home number. It's a payphone. But I guess the 60s, you know. The 60s were who knows? a wild ride. This That's, is the point where my, honestly, where my notes stop. So Carly's going to have to I don't really continue. have any that many more notes, to be honest. I did want to tell you that it was nominated for Best Picture. Are you? <laughs> joking <laughs> i am not joking i wrote down there's a lot of driving in this movie we've discussed that accurate um i <laughs> i wrote down that all of the movies we've we've watched so far are very white like i can't besides the guy that you worked with on suits i'm like i don't even i can't even think of one like black person or of col- of any color well i guess there was gabrielle union in 10 things. Oh, Gabrielle Union. For some reason, I thought you meant, um, I was thinking of High School Musical. <laughs> I don't oh. know why. <laughs> I don't know why that went to my head. Um, right. Yeah. So There's Dulé Hill, Gabrielle Union, but I can't even think of any other races I, that were in movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that were in the movies. Oh God. That was way too much of a pause. <laughs> that were in these movies that we've watched. So the ones we've watched are 10 things. She's all that. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, not a non-white person to be seen. Nope. What was our fourth one? Cinderella Story. Cinderella Story. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the uh, one we had to redo. Oh, oh right. uh, A Girl <laughs> Next Door. <laughs> Still very Super white. Super white. And this one. Yeah, that's strange. Oh, I hope we don't. I hope we get something different next time. Uh, yeah. I like that doesn't fly now. That's another thing that doesn't fly these yeah. days. You need to have some diversity in there. Um, but not even just that, like a diversity, sexual diversity. There's not many, I don't recall any gay characters. That's true. I don't think we've had that yet. Yeah. 
So hopefully what Maddie picks today will be a little more diverse. Hold on. What, what What's your rating on this movie? Okay, well, I, I just, my last note oh. was, did this make you want to be a teen in the 60s? Yes. Did it? I'm so shocked that you said yes. Yeah, oh, totally. Because uh, there's, I mean, I was a teen in the early millennium. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I wish, I would have loved to have experience being a teenager in every i would have loved to have been a teenager in the 90s i would have fucking loved it yeah i would have loved to have been a teenager in the 80s in the 70s in the 60s in the 50s maybe that's it <laughs> yeah. maybe not before that but maybe i don't know it'd be a nice experience be a but, teen during the great depression <laughs> where like no one can afford food yeah no kidding um but there's just yeah no i totally totally would have loved to i just um you're right it's very similar to days of confused but there's there's this feeling of just kind of like hanging around, just not the experience I had. Yeah. What about you? Um, nah. <laughs> nah. I would, uh, the only um, eras that I would love to have been a TJ, teenager. A TJ. A TJ. <laughs> a teenager in um, are the 90s and the 70s. Oh, the 90s would have been amazing. That would have been yeah. so good. Yeah. We just missed it too, which is the most no, frustrating really part. Did. Um, but yeah, other eras, I'm like, eh, nah, I'm good. It seems kind of oppressive. I don't mean necessarily that I want to do it for the whole 10 years. Oh, you just want to do it for like a day? Yeah, I just want to like oh, experience yeah. it. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> do that. I'll do it for like a day. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems like oppressive and boring other yeah. eras. I just like the... <sighs> there is something really cool though about like no one had phones and stuff. You had to oh, make up your own fun. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I but, love that idea. Yeah. For sure. Because we, when we were teenagers, there was just the beginning of having phones. Like, when did you yeah. have a cell phone? I, I didn't even get a cell phone until I was in grade, end of grade 11. I didn't even want oh, one. Okay. My dad was like, my dad actually bought one for me and was like, I need you to have a cell phone because for it's for emergencies yeah. and safety and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, oh, because it was like a Christmas present. And I was like, oh, that's my Christmas present. Lame. That's hilarious. What kind, what, um, <laughs> what year were you in grade 11? uh 2007 2007 so when you graduated so yeah it was like a flip phone obviously right i got one i remember um my nana got me one for in grade eight but it was the same it was the same exact thing it was a uh it wasn't even a flip phone yet like it was (laughs) the size of my hand yeah and it was blue it was like a baby blue and it was like a nokia phone or something or nokia whatever it is and it it was some like a it was very bubbly. Like, you know, those, you know, that like, bubble font of like the early yeah. millennium. It was that, like, it was very like, yeah, big and cute. You're right. And it was for emergencies. Yeah. Period. I actually remember saying in grade 11 to my friend, cause like texting was kind of a thing, but Barely, not really. Yeah. And like, I remember saying to my friend, like texting will never take off. Like who will actually like use the texting like function yeah i remember thinking (laughs) things like that too because back then like when we were in high school i don't know about you but when we had texting it was per character on your phone so if you're saying that's why everyone's going um r like the letter r u the letter u there t h e r or whatever because there it was you paid per character (laughs) me and my brother both got the same phone for christmas and my brother comes into my room and he's like 
Carly, um, how much is this phone anyway? And I, instead of saying 25 cents a minute, I said 25 cents a second. And I go, I go, oh, it's 25 cents a second. My brother goes, a second? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Lost his mind. Nowadays. Yeah, it was all, it was pay by the fucking letter that you text. I don't remember that though. Oh my God. I I just bought those things from like the convenience store that let you have like $50 worth or whatever. Uh, Excuse me. I remember when, when, because my, my parents paid for my cell phone for a, a large portion. They don't anymore because I'm an adult. <laughs> um, but I remember my dad would get the bill and it would say, you know, it, once texting was a bit more advanced and it was like, you get 50 free texts for the month, yeah. which is insane now. Because yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? But anyway, he'd be like, Maddie, you did 52 texts this month. Like yeah. it would be. <laughs> It I was remember that because too. you could see on the bill how many <laughs> texts you did. My dad would do that too. He'd be like, "Carly, <laughs> you were on the phone for forty-two minutes this yeah. month." <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Like one conversation between you and me in one day is fifty texts at <laughs> least. Like it's insane that so that was funny. that was the free. Oh my god, it's so different. But now we also pay five fucking thousand dollars for started. phones. I gotta now. call my people. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, you have to go make a bill. call today. Um, okay, well, let's end it. So let's see. What, what was your what was oh, your my rating? rating? Um, oh, I would give it a five. Okay, out of ten. Out of ten. Do you want to elaborate or no? Um, you know what? I thought the movie was fine. Um, I'm sure if I was born in that era, I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. But because I wasn't, it's just a little boring for me now, and it's too slow. Too slow. It's just like the characters. I just wasn't. I weren't. I was not invested in the characters' yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I was like, I don't really care about any of you. The thing is that kind of confuses me is that, for example, just to go back to The Breakfast Club um, and other John Hughes movies, maybe it's a John Hughes thing, but movies like that that were in eras or took place in eras that I was not um, even alive for, I'm okay with. I love them. I love those movies. But for some reason, this one just did not resonate with me. And I love some movies didn't resonate with me. I don't know. I would give it a three and a half whoa which is not as bad as it sounds for me like i i said i've mentioned before my my rating scale is five is the complete average if you're above a five to me pretty good okay great awesome whatever if you're below you're like if it's basically if it's a below five i probably won't watch it again four is like i appreciated it but i won't watch it again three and a half is close to that so i i didn't hate it Unfortunately, it did not keep my attention. I wish it had, but but I was it. The beginning was great. I was super invested. In the Maddie beginning. loved that credit sequence at the beginning. I really did, <laughs> and I I was totally into it. So I would say three and a half for me, and it's kind of similar. I just couldn't. I don't know. I just didn't connect with it. And I hate saying that because I when I then I think of when I have kids and they watch movies from my teenage years and they're like, I couldn't connect to it. I'm like, fuck you. Wow. Hillary Duff is a goddamn goddess. <laughs> <laughs> So, That's true. Who knows? Uh, three and a half, and you said five. Yeah. Cool. All right. Shall let's we see pick what's the next, next one? I get so excited during this part. I know. It better not be something shitty. Uh oh. Oh boy. I'm nervous. Here uh-oh. we go. I'm actually like I'm not kidding. I'm actually nervous. Okay. I'm nervous too. Okay. Let me see <laughs> what we've got. <laughs> oh. Okay. Let me see. I mean, I love it. What Seventeen you- again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Because then we're coming back to a bit more. Didn't I so just reference this movie? We did. Just oh, in the last it episode. The episode. 
Um, this movie, not to, I don't want to, I know I'm, I'm opening up her little fact thing. I just want to see what year it's from. Oh, I'm like 2009. Is that late enough? Not late enough, but. I think it's fine. All right. So 17 again is our next one. Zac Efron. Which I love this movie. So I'm very excited. Matthew Perry. And we've both seen this one again, haven't we? Yeah. Have you seen it recently? Uh, not since the time I watched it with that guy that I was telling you about in the last episode. So if you skipped our last episode, make sure you watch. I mean, listen. (laughs) You can watch it if you want. It would be (laughs) weird, though. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, so that was our episode. I'm so sorry that we didn't like this movie. Yeah. I don't know if this was a good episode or not, but you know what? It's going to happen. There's going to be episodes that we don't like the movie or that we, but we, I think, you know, it was an interesting thing. I think it's worth seeing. That being said, I think it's something that we should see or sorry that you should watch if you haven't seen it just because it's maybe you will like it maybe it's your thing i don't know it just wasn't our thing anyway so that was american graffiti we are i'm sorry that we didn't like it but that's what gonna can happen you do sometimes you win some you lose but some. i think everyone should watch it because i mean if you haven't seen it, I think you should watch it because it's the 70s it's, excuse me it's made in the 70s and it's just a nice change from the things that we we've been watching and that we will be watching, it's just a nice getting different eras. Yeah, it's a classic. Like it, it, is it a classic. was a or not huge we don't success like at the time. Yeah. So basically, this movie was like the Twilight of. Okay, calm down. Well, I'm. That's a pretty good reference, is I think. It? Yeah, sure. Oh I don't God. know. But anyways, it was it was one of those movies that everyone saw at the time, so you should watch it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can go check us out on Instagram at Teenage Dirtbags with a Z. Uh, podcast and i actually looked up our twitter yes what it's, is it it's at podcast teenage we podcast currently teenage okay we currently have nine followers wow and we're hoping to by the next uh fiscal quarter to have 12 followers so <laughs> help us out just go on instagram and twitter teenager begs podcast on instagram podcast teenage on twitter whoever is our 12th follower thanks (laughs) (laughs) okay bye bye